Hi, Merch Money. We are live with Ashley Schmidt. Oh my gosh, I almost said it wrong. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for coming back. No problem. I'm excited to be here. It's been almost, I think it's over a year since I was on your show last. So Yeah, I looked it up and I think it was January 2020. Yeah. And now it's almost May 2021. <laughs> Time is just flying. <laughs> I know. It's been a crazy but year. It feels like it's like four years ago you were on the show or something because it's like 2020 was such a long, like, so I, I feel like I know you in my pre-COVID life where it was like we were doing meetups and like I've met Ashley in person three times. Some, two or three? I don't remember. Two or three. I think I think you went to both Ohio meetups and the North Carolina yeah. meetup. So three, yes. So three times. Um, and I think you thought about coming to a Virginia one too. I mean, so it was amazing. And uh, we were just talking beforehand, Ashley's in the military. And so we were talking about, I'm uh, in Fort Leonard Wood right now with my husband in the military. Um, speaking of which he's walking in right now, I'm talking to a Colonel right now. Hi. <laughs> I don't look like a Colonel. See all my hair? It totally don't look <laughs> Her husband's the Colonel too. So they have to say Colonel Schmidt and Colonel Schmidt. <laughs> It's confusing. <laughs> it throws everyone off. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, Ashley is like, uh, every time I'm always gushing about her, she's like uh, amazing with real estate and then just, you know, just so successful in so many areas. Um, but today we're going to talk about her success in KDP. <laughs> so, just one of the hundreds of things we could talk about with Ashley. Um, oh, it's my favorite, I, though. Yeah. So it's it's so exciting. I met you before you did the YouTube channel and everything. Mm -hmm. So you've you've started a KDP YouTube channel and a website, and um, definitely check the links out. I put both of those in the description of the video. Um, and hi Elva, hi Mario, hi everyone. Um, so yeah, so let's just dive in. KDP, tell tell us a little bit about your your background with KDP and like what got you excited about KDP and and all of that. Okay. So, hey everybody. Um I have been doing Kindle Direct publishing since 2015. <laughs> so, a while and I started off with I have a consulting business that helps kids get into service academies. And if you've ever tried to advertise Google Ads, they're super expensive and so I decided I would do something different. And so I wrote a book for Kindle. I thought, well, you know, maybe someone will buy it. It's free advertisement, right? And it's it's really niche, right? Very small people who want to go to service academies. So that was like my gateway drug to KDP. <laughs> so awesome. I got like one sale, if you've ever had that one sell, and then you're just hooked. Like, oh, I made money. <laughs> like someone <laughs> bought it, right? And so um, then I started doing um, nonfiction for Academy and a few other things. And then I did fiction. Um, and I love fiction. I love writing. But if you've the world of authors, it's like you have to write a book a month. And it's it's exhausting. Um, I have four kids. Um, you know, I'm a reservist in the Air Force. I was active duty. But now I'm a reservist. And I had my business. And it was it was a lot. I just I hated writing. So I was like, oh. I love something I love to turn into something I hated. So then I started doing um, notebooks because at that point in time, I had gotten into merch. Um, and I can't say that I was a great cover skill designer at that point in time. So that's why my notebooks were like minimal. But once I did mm -hmm. merch, I got the like, like experience in, you know, manipulating graphics and doing stuff for T-shirts that I thought, I'm going to really take my t-shirt designs and put them on the KDP for notebooks. And that was kind of like my gateway drug into um, KDP low content. And then I found I really loved that whole workbook aspect and creating like I would create travel journals for my daughters. I'd create just fun stuff for them that was low content, but I was getting so much better with my like graphic skills designs, I guess is the best word for it. Um, yeah. And I got confident, so um, I stopped writing um, completely because, like I said, it just became too much. And I was like, I'm going to do low content. And so I took kind of everything I learned from low content or from doing being a fiction author and all that and tried to focus all that advertising and all the stuff I learned about 
creating a brand and creating the author brand and then bringing that to low content books, which a lot of people weren't doing at that point in time. It was just like, throw your merch t-shirts on, um, you know, and I did, don't, don't get me wrong. Why not? Right. <laughs> like, throw it on there, but it wasn't particularly successful. So I'm not sure it was worth my time, but you know, it was worth a shot, I guess. Um, and so I just started doing that and that's kind of how I became low content, you know, focused on books and advertising and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Is that awesome. In a nutshell, but, um, so maybe I'm wrong. When did you start your KDP YouTube channel? I Last year, it was like about. Okay. So I was right that you hadn't started yeah. it yet. Cause I was like 2015. I'm like, maybe you've done, done well, like, a long time. You know, it's like everybody, you don't know what you're, you know, how you started, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing and who would listen yes. to me. And it's the same thing. And I kind of, I started it because I realized, well, I've been doing this a really long time. And I guess I know a lot more than I think I do, you know, but you, know, you don't know. You just feel yep. inadequate, right? Yes. But I'm so glad you came to all the meetups because I think that helps too. Because then you're talking to everybody and you're like, wait, they're a regular person too. Like yeah. if they can do it, I can do it. Um, so, well, anyway, I'm, I'm so happy that that you've done all of this and I'm so happy I got to meet you. And, and guys, I wish everybody could meet her. Like when you're in the same room with Ashley, she's just like this ball of energy and just so contagious and um, just so inspiring. And yeah, so kind too. You. Thank, thank you so much for your help with Christina and like wow. you're just so so amazing. So thank you for everything that you do. Um, so all right, back to KDP. <laughs> so we <laughs> there's a lot of things we could talk about with KDP, but we thought about talking about ads, um, mm -hmm. mostly just because um, I really don't talk about ads that much. Like I feel like I. I'm a beginner at ads. Like I do ads for merch, but I don't feel like talk about the confidence thing. Like I don't feel like I'm an expert at ads to talk about it. So I like to have guests on the show to talk about ads. And we really haven't had a guest on the show to talk about KDP ads or Kindle ads. So take it away. Where, like, where do you begin with ads? Okay. So I have a little, I came up with, yeah, I wrote stuff down. <laughs> And in a non-KDP notebook, but that was because this is what I could find on my floor. Uh, <laughs> my kids, I have pretty notebooks and my children apparently hauled them off. I don't know where they are. Um, <laughs> but what I did, so I was thinking like, okay, what is my, how do I create books? And, and I've decided you kind of got to create books with ads in mind. Um, if you really want ads to be successful, you don't have to go that way, but it's the easier route. Um, and I found the most success when I kind of, you know, it's not like you make a product and hope there's demand. It's more like, okay, find something people want and then create it. Right. And so that's kind of what I do. So what I have is I have the rule of three. I've decided to call this the rule of three. Wait, there's a three. <laughs> um, and so you start with your interior and decide what your interior, you want your interior to be like, is it a log book? Is it a guest book? Is it a whatever? Um, and then you come up with a niche, right? So you niche down like, um, I would not say unicorn journals, but it's like, oh, what was a good example? Um, let's, let's do planners. So let's say teach. This is an easy one to do. Teacher planners. Okay. So you're thinking a planner. It's for a teacher. Teacher is your niche. And then the third level of the rule of three is a sub niche. Science teacher. Right. Perfect. So you want everything to be focused down at least to what I call the sub niche. Um, sometimes it's a little. And you've got to separate them. It can't just be like um, something that's inherently for girls, like unicorns, unicorn coloring book for girls. Well, yes, I guess there's a coloring book. It's a unicorn. But the four girls, like, honestly, mostly it's girls coloring unicorns. OK, it could yeah. be boys. I'm not saying it can't be, but generally it's girls. So that's not really what I'm talking about with sub niche. You've got to go something that is a little bit like more focused that would be different. Like a science teacher is different than you know, your chemistry teacher, I mean, yeah, they're still sciencey, but one's a little bit more specific than the other. Um, so that's where I start. I start and say, okay, I've got to come down to the sub niche. And then I'm big on understanding your target market. This is like my huge thing that I know no one teaches because they're like, oh, it's hard, <laughs> right? Yes, it's hard. Okay. <laughs> you have to understand who is going to buy your product. Everyone yes. just wants to make things and throw it out into the world and hope that it's beautiful. Well, it might be. <laughs> But 
if you're going to put the effort into it, put the effort into it. So I find my target market, you know, I look on Google, I look on Facebook, like Facebook ads. You don't have to actually run an ad. If you get into the ad manager and get a free account, you can look at what the size of audiences are. So you just type into the manager, um, you know, I have no idea, uh, science teachers or something like that. And you can see, you know, how many science teachers are in science teacher type groups. Um, and then you can kind of know what your target market is, like as far as the size-ish. I mean, yes, it's just Facebook, but still it gives you an idea. Um, so do you do that instead of looking at target market for Amazon or like, so is that your process? Go to Facebook ads and then I'm just asking. I don't know. I, I do all of it. So I'll look on Google. Okay. This doesn't take as long as you think. Oh, this huge. No, I literally take maybe 15 minutes to look at Google, you know, click some, you know, the words in, I look at keywords everywhere, maybe Google trends, you know, just kind of get some ideas. And then I look at Facebook manager and say, okay, there's, there's 5 million people who are science teachers. Okay, well, that's a decent size audience. But if it was like, the audience was like 100,000, I'd be like, well, that's maybe not really worthwhile, right? Okay, so, so what's a good range? So that you typically look for? I'm sure it could be so totally different. But honestly, it's usually if I'm really, really, really sudden niche, maybe 500,000, but some of the bigger ones, a million, you know, it's generally easy to get into the million for a lot of things. A million yeah. people interested in groups like that, right? Um, okay. And they don't have to be in just one group, it's, you know, various groups. So I just kind of look for audiences that size, about a million or more. Um, okay. it's, too, it's too much more than a few million, you might wanna consider sub-niching down, but a million's a good one. I have done 500,000, you know, it's just kind of, how I feel, <laughs> I guess. And like I said, it's yeah. not representative of everything, but that's definitely a decent a market. Okay. And I look on Amazon and see the BSRs and see what's, but oftentimes I found that some of my ideas are not on Amazon yet. And those are really generally useful if they're not out there yet. I gotta hit my cat. <laughs> She's scratching at the door. <laughs> so I threw something Aww. at her. Um, sorry, the cat lover. She, I didn't hurt her. She's just looking at me now. Um, and then I look on like Etsy to see what products are on Etsy, what kind of things are out there, is things selling in kind of the similar areas or niches. So I'm just trying to get an idea of my target market, um, keywords they might use, how big the audience is. Just it's a lot of just kind of info gathering in a, a large scale. It really doesn't take me long, 15, 20 minutes. I, I just yeah. kind of go through everything and say, okay, yeah, there's something here. Um, so you kind of understand and get some you know, feedback of what your target market is. And then I create my product, okay? So once I've got all that, um, and I do the Amazon, you know, the, the keyword research and all that sort of stuff. But if I don't know my target market, kind of what I'm looking for, how can I really do effective keyword research? Because I don't know who I'm aiming at. And so I kind of do that next and I create my product. And then once you've created that product, now you can advertise. Okay. So we've gotten to the advertise part, but the reason I do it that way is because if I'm focused and I understand my market, um, advertising to my market is so much easier. It's so much easier if you're understanding who you're talking to, right? That avatar yes. customer avatar, right? Yes. Okay. So then let's see where I run three types of ads. I run the auto ad, I run the manual ad with the product and the keywords. And so if I'm doing the auto ad, it's, I usually do 10 to 15 cents to start. I know everyone's like, oh, that's so cheap. But remember, I have sub-niched. I have yeah. sub-niched. If I'm looking for science teachers, like you really don't need the amount of, the bigger niches need like 20, 30 cents, but the smaller niches like science teachers, 10 cents is on 10, 15 cents is usually works just fine. Um, not all the time, but often I start there. And then I do the manual ads. Um, I focus on products that my target audience would like. So let's say we're talking about camping, like I'm doing a camping journal. Um, I will do things like, um, you know, camping backpacks. Um, one of my favorite is I advertise against really expensive campfire items. Like there's this solo, it's some, I don't remember. It's a very expensive camping, like campfire thing. I don't know what they're actually called. Anyway, um, and I advertise against things that are odd, but that my 
target audience would be interested in. If they're can't, it's not just camper journals I'm aiming at, but I'm aiming at like products that campers, people who like camping would like. And so do I you kind put of, the the name of the product, or do you put the ASIN of the product? Um, either or. Um, okay. A lot of times I'll put the name. Sometimes I'll put the ASIN. So the difference when you put so if you're doing a product, the ASIN is what you would want to use. If you're using the keyword, you're going to use the keywords is what I usually okay. do because you end up on different parts of the page. Um, if you, the keywords ones, you can end up in the search when someone types in that product. Um, mm. And then you can also, but it's more likely on the product ad that you're going to end up on the page. And okay. generally my goal is always to be on the page ads because people are already wanting to buy when they get to that page. And mm. so if they're more willing to buy and they see your like ad, they want to click on it. Or if they're interested, they'll click on it and they're more interested in the page they're on. And so you just, you end up having higher conversion rates. Okay. <laughs> That's a really good tip. And the nice thing about that too, is let's say they buy that product and they buy your product. The, the holy grail of all fiction authors is to end up in the also bought page. Like, oh. you, know, you know, where it says, Customers yeah. also buy these sorts of things. So I'm really big on trying to get there. If I can get there, now Amazon is eventually doing my ads for me. Does that make sense? Wow, yes, that makes perfect sense. See, this is why we have Ashley on the show. She's so smart. Like, I just I'm sure maybe other people stuff. do that. I definitely don't do that. So this yeah. is, um, this so, is the yeah, one I'm gonna have to watch later. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it's. I'm always trying to think how can I get on a page where someone would buy something and buy my product, right? Because then I get Amazon to advertise for me, and people love that. Oh, people would buy these together, and I'm I've done it, and I am terrible, and I know I'm being advertised when I've clicked that button and bought all three <laughs> items. Yeah. I've done it when it's like buying a gift for somebody because it's like sometimes you're like, well, I want to add something else too, and it's like <laughs> perfect. They found something exactly. else again. <laughs> that's exactly it and yeah. what's nice about kdp is it's that under ten dollars and so it's a fantastic add-on so it, that's one of the reasons i don't just focus on books when i focus my keywords and products um i focus on things that my target audience would like and that's what a lot of people don't do they just focus on the yeah. top selling books i'm like yeah. no everybody's adding against those but nobody's adding against like this odd you know camping thing that you know, I, I was totally unprepared. Like, I didn't know what you were going to say for tips. And I'm like, totally enthralled with this. This is awesome. Like, how do you what's the process of figuring out what products you want to advertise against? Like, is there do you look at the top selling camping gear? Or it, do you focus on high price items? Or what's your I like I like high price times. So what I kind of do is I kind of sit down, like I've done my target research on what my target market right likes, right? So I try and think of things they would buy. I always go to camping because it's an easy one to just, you know, have ideas for. Okay, so people who like camping might like hiking. They might want to buy backpacks. They might want to buy lanterns. They might want to buy, you know, there's all these carabiners, whatever, right? All these things. Yeah. So I just kind of start brainstorming a few ideas. And then, yeah, I go to the top selling ones. And I always like the ones with the most reviews because okay. they're obviously going to be purchased more. And then right. ones that are higher priced, I like as well. Um, so I do, and I kind of do a mixture. Sometimes I'll do, um, if I see like one of those, you know, new top seller or something tags like that, where it's like an up and coming product, I try and hit those because those are going to be cheap to advertise against. Um, and this, this does take some time. I, I know this is kind of like, oh, but it, it's so worthwhile <laughs> to do it. Yeah, no, um, totally. Your return on investment is like really huge. So I love doing it that way. Um, so like to tell you some of my stats, I went through and I, um, so everyone, I don't know what everyone's ACOS, ACOS math, you have to understand ACOS. That's the biggest thing I always tell people. If you're gonna do yes. ads, you have to understand basic ACOS math. So there's like, you have to understand that you're, you know, what your break even ACOS is. And so, Mine for KDP books at the $2 profit range is around, I think it's like 24, 28%, something like that. That might not be exactly right, but I always aim for 20 and under is kind of my goal. Yes. It may cost 20 or under, um, just so that I'm always 
on the good profit side. Um, so over Christmas, I, let's see, I pulled this up just so I can see it. I'm not going to show up. I'm going to move this. Ah, where'd my mouse go? I'm covering it. Okay. So I went over Christmas. And so my eight costs over Christmas was I had 11 for KDP. This is just in advertising sales. I had $11,278 in sales. That's not my profit, remember, but my ACOS was 8%. 8%. Well, because you're doing 10 cents. Like that is so cheap. Yeah. That's and amazing. I, I'm very focused. So everyone's like, oh, yes. you can't run ads inexpensively. You can. It just takes time. Like, so do you want to spend time or money? Um, and I spend time because I find such better results. And you, you're so fast at everything. Like, it's like, like you said, it's like not a lot of time for you. So. You get better as you go along. Yeah. And so, wow. um, yeah, so that's kind of how I do it. Um, and there's the two strategies. So let me do my two strategies real quick and then I'll answer some questions if people have some too. Okay. So my two strategies, the two strategies for ads are, yeah, you can bid high um, and go long-term with trying to get your BSR down. So um like, you know, that you're trying to really go for a break even. So you get a BSR and then you get organic sales and you can do that. That is totally up to you. It is not how I do things because I just didn't find success with that. So I really decided to focus down and see what was successful for me. And then mine is to like start with that target market, come up with that sub sub niche. Um, that's a good size on Facebook and seems to have some, you know, decent audience in general. And then I do that target that targeted bidding um, on manual ads and um, product ads. And I do leave my auto ad up, but sometimes I'll take it down if it's not performing. But sometimes my auto ad performs, sometimes it doesn't. Um, so that's why I always throw it in there too. Um, and I find as I get more sales in general, the auto ad does seem to perform better because now KDP, well, Amazon knows who's buying my book. And so yes. they're more like, that's a really good tip right there, just to say like um, over time your A cost goes down because Amazon keeps learning from who's buying so your right. product. Right. And what's nice is sometimes your ads die, especially at the low price point. If you're bidding 10 cents, you have a lot of, they just die. And so just restart them, especially once it's been up and having sales. Never give up. Well, I wouldn't say never give up. I do give up on some books just because I don't want to spend the time. But if mm -hmm. you have a decent seller, never give up on doing ads because they could not work. And then they could work six months later, just fantastically. You just mm -hmm. don't know when the Amazon algorithm blesses you with lady luck. And it is, it is some of its luck because you've just got to hit it. So it's understanding your thing, right. And then taking it off. And then, you know, sometimes the Amazon ads are really fun. I'm going to tell you a funny story that I actually have used negative targeting. So I had a book on um, sperm whales, right? And the auto <laughs> was showing it to some very interesting things because it had sperm whales. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was not working so hot. Um, so I took that one down. <laughs> but it was really funny who it showed it to. So, um, <laughs> so that's one where I've used negative keywords. But um, normally I don't fiddle with that. But sometimes the auto ad is a little wonky. Like I said, it showed it to totally the <laughs> Yep. And that's a good thing to remember that you can do negative words too, because there are things like that where it's like, especially if you know your target audience, like you're, you, you're, you know who you want it to go in front of. So you can add a few things that you don't want it to go in front of. Yeah. So. And then the same thing is true with merch. Like any merch, all these strategies can be used exactly with merch. It's not really any different. Um, yes. So. It, it could be very slightly. I think you're right where the books can really be good for an add-on. I mean, a t-shirt mm -hmm. too, but it's like, there's something, it's just such a, um, uh, what do you do? Impulse buy with a book. Cause it could be for anyone. You don't have to know their size or anything. Like it's perfect for a gift or to bring along with you on a camping trip or whatever. So, Yeah. So it definitely, it's a good, it's a nice price point for that sort of stuff. But the, the strategies themselves can definitely be used for, um, yeah. you know, any of them. Any of them. Wow, this is awesome. Guys, if you have any questions, I mean, Ashley, we got to take advantage of her being on here right now. <laughs> like, ask some good questions. Um, so when you do the three ads, you were, you were starting to say you, you, you can 
cancel if, if it's not working or whatever, but do you mm -hmm. normally keep all three going indefinitely or do you focus on whichever one takes off or how, does, how do you do that? Yeah, um, so sometimes I'll keep all three going, but I mm -hmm. do tend to turn off the ones that aren't performing and then focus on the ones that are performing and kind of understand why are they performing? And I'll turn off, like, especially on the, the keywords or whatever, or products, I'll turn off keywords or products that just aren't converting. Okay. Um, sometimes you, some keywords convert, some don't. Um, another thing for keywords, I find trending topics. So I had one ad that wasn't performing and I was like, I know there is a market and I, I thought about it and I'm like, what would my market be searching for? And I realized, oh my gosh, there's this trending topic right now that they're interested in. I need to put that as a keyword. And so I put that in and my sales went, like just suddenly started converting. And I was like, oh, so like, sometimes you just gotta think a little bit differently yes. than just your normal keywords, because this was like, like a, a, a secondary topic that my audience was interested in but they would still be interested in this particular product. So much good stuff here. Awesome. So do you have any kind of strategy of how you keep up with all of this? Like if you have three ads running for each book, like do you look at it every day or once a week or like, like it starts to add up. So how do you manage all of that? So I, like I said, that's why I do my, my 20 for $6 products. It's like 20%. So I have kind of my, target ACOS and I'll just go down and say, okay, how's my ACOS doing? And as soon as I know it, it, as soon as I see something going above 20 is when I start investigating and I'll either okay. turn it off or adjust it or, you know, I, I fiddle with it, but that's kind of my glance. I go, okay, they're all tw or under 20, under 20. Oh, this is like 40. Where, what, when did 40 happen? Right? So I try and check daily and I'm going to totally admit my life's been insane. Yeah. past month and a half um, as I, they weren't working. I just turned them off because I didn't have time to, you know, spend fixing them. Um, mm -hmm. So I just turned them off. Um, so my ads have been doing okay. I mean, there's still, I think my cost is like 14% or something is my average, Yeah. but I could be doing better. It's just like, I'm like, I don't have the time. So I just, I cut them when they start not performing, <laughs> but there usually I investigate. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So do you do separate campaigns for each book or do you ever do like more than one book in a campaign or? Um, I will group them if I feel, so I have a few that I have like three or four books in because they're just like the same interior with different covers. And I know mm -hmm. my audience just likes different types of covers. And so those are all together because it's the same, I mean, it's the exact same audience I'm focused on. Um, okay. But if it's like something, that I don't, different interiors, I generally tend to do totally different um, ads for. So yeah, I have a lot of ads. Running. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I wish KDP, I know they have portfolios, but mine is such a mess now that I don't even care any longer. It's just a disaster. And I've, what I've now done is I've sorted it by my number of impressions, um, mm. just because that for me seems to work best. And then the ones that are not running anymore, you know, fall to the very bottom because there's no impressions in the past 30 days, right? So I've kind of, <laughs> so we can at least have some picture that's not like everything everywhere. Yeah. Um, and that helps. But yeah, it, I don't know. <laughs> if, if they're not getting impressions, you go back in and raise your bid? Yes. Um, okay. Not all the time. Sometimes I, I'll, let's see. So it depends how much I believe in the book. Like I have some whim ideas that I create just because, and so yeah. I'll put an ad on it when it first starts. So that's when everyone asks me, do you put an ad on a new book? Yes. But sometimes if it doesn't work out and I <clears throat> don't get anybody to click on it or I don't get any impressions, sometimes I'll just shut it off because it was kind of a whim idea anyway. Yeah. Um, but if I believe in it, like I have a lot of interiors I spend like two weeks making and those ones, yeah, I'm willing to bid higher. Um, and I go a little bit higher, uh, like 10, 15, not 10, 10, like five cents at a time, I'll bid up and then see how it's working. 
And sometimes if it just doesn't work, I'll cut the ad and start again. Because like I said, Amazon learns as you're doing the ad and as you know, your book starts to sell or who organically buys it, that sort of thing. And so you're kind of at each time you start an ad, you're at a different place in Amazon's knowledge, right? Yeah. So sometimes you just need to start it over and give up on the old ad, like just go, it didn't work. I don't know why, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to restart and figure out what did work from that ad and then try and come up with new things or trending topics or, you know, rethink it a little bit. Um, and sometimes yeah. just canceling an ad and starting a new auto ad, it'll just suddenly work. So, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I think that's a really good tip right there because I think sometimes if someone just doesn't click on it that first day that ad is up, Amazon just starts thinking this is not a popular book or, you know, not showing it as often. Um, so, yeah, just restart the ad. I know people with merch shirts, they just completely re-upload the shirt all over again. Like if it doesn't sell in the first couple of weeks, they just delete it and re-upload it completely. Like not even just redoing the ad, like completely redoing the upload. Um, so yeah. Um, one question somebody's asking, luxury card store, do you focus on low content or no content? I think you kind of uh, talked about that in the beginning, but. Yeah, mostly low, I call it medium content. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, medium. I was like, I made it up, okay? Because a lot of mine <laughs> tend to be um, more involved um, when I think of like medium content, I think of like those activity books or, I mean, cause I put a lot of effort into my activity books that are, I mean, yeah, a lot more effort than I think most people they're like, Oh, I got it done in a day. I'm like, yeah, mine took me two and a half weeks. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, yeah. It cause was, you started with full content. Like you wrote whole yeah. books and everything. So you have the whole full gamut. You have no content, low content, full yeah. content, medium, <laughs> you have everything. Yeah. So I am at like, Sorry, guys. I don't, I think, did we lose you, Ashley? Uh, medium is, I'm been back. Or, there we go. I'm back. Can you see me? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, but my latest bit project has taken me, it's like using my engineering skills. I don't even know how to describe what I'm doing. It's just weird. But, like, it's something no, I guess someone could copy, but it would really take a lot of effort on their part to try and copy sort of these things. So, I never have to worry about copycats and all that sort of thing because it's kind of, more involved and it takes time. And um, so I've really focused on that because it's unique. It's different in the market. It's easier to advertise because it's a focused market. It's, you know, sub niche down. Um, I can charge higher price. I love charging $12.99. That is my favorite price point. Um, okay. It's like $5 and change for a profit. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do have a lot of nine. I've really been focusing on nine ninety nine lately. But I love twelve ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite price point. But nine ninety nine has been really nice too. So I've been doing a lot of stuff in that price point, and um, it's been doing really well. Awesome. You can add value, right? You got to give your customer nine ninety nine worth. So amazing! You have just given so much good information today. A lot to think about. I guess I, let's talk about that a little bit more. So the medium content. So in the beginning, you're doing the market research, finding your customer avatar, figuring out, out what people are interested in. What's the process to take that research and turn it into a medium content book? Um, well, <laughs> I guess it's probably scattered. Uh, let's see, what do I do? Um, <laughs> I, I tend to write things on paper. So I literally get out, you know, copy paper and I start sketching stuff out um, and deciding, you know, I like almost build the book with really bad sketches. Like if you guys would see my sketches, they're so terrible. Uh, <laughs> like, but I put things where they go or what I want or how I want it to be. And I kind of come up with like that whole process literally on paper that I can flip and be like, okay, this is what side I want that on, or this is what I want to do, or these are the sections. Um, and then once I do that, I just kind of implement it, you know, building it. I've, I like to build my interiors on um, PowerPoint um, because it has a lot more function, I think, than most people think. And I'm very familiar with PowerPoint um, military. They they joke the Air Force is like PowerPoint Rangers, which is totally true. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm very familiar with PowerPoint. 
Yeah. Um, but actually, it's very simple to learn. I know everyone thinks there's a ton of buttons, but it's actually really simple to learn when you start getting to the point where you're like, oh, I just use shapes and text boxes and things like that. It actually is very simple um, to use. And so um, I just build it in PowerPoint and save it as a PDF and, you know, create the cover and all that. Perfect. This start out as paper. I literally will draw it on paper and flip the little pages. I lost you. You froze. Sorry. <laughs> We're back. I think um, so. But yeah, I think that I think that's a great idea to sketch it out on paper first, so that you can get an idea as you're going along, and um, and then take it to PowerPoint. That's great. All right. Anybody else have any questions? Anything else? Make sure. So all of this stuff Ashley's talking about, like the PowerPoint and all these different tips. She, she goes into more detail on her YouTube channel. So you can follow her there and then you'll see the step-by-step -step of all different, um, pretty much everything we're talking about that it goes into more detail on her channel. Yeah, I do a lot of like how to build covers and I've got to add to that series. I have a playlist with covers because everyone's like, how do you make pretty covers? And so. <laughs> awesome. All do you also focus on... Um, like, let's say you find the customer avatar, you figure out an idea for a book. Do you ever like take that book and and um, make it specific to um, maybe a particular holiday or a particular event? Or like, do you niche down like that too? Or like a specific occasion, like this is for someone's, I don't know, graduation or something? <laughs> um, I've done a few things like that. Like I made some, you're gonna laugh, I made, wedding guest books, but I did Halloween wedding guest books. Oh, there you go. People buy Halloween wedding guest books. I went this Where? last Halloween, I went to a wedding. It was my first Halloween wedding. It was so much fun. Yeah, so I'll do stuff like that occasionally. Um, some of that's more on when. And then research, um, but I don't, I tend to stay, I do have some yearly stuff. So I have a, a brand that I put out a yearly um, book and then I get repeat customers. Um, so that one kind of, I guess is, you know, it's like a planner sort of planner. It's like a 365 day journal typey thing with like prompts for every single day. Okay. Um, and so I put a new one out those every year. Um, which has been really successful, especially because I've been building that brand. Don't like email lists, people. Like I know Ooh, nobody wants that's a whole nother topic. But yeah, that's a whole nother thing to say. If you have a successful book, then you could do the sequel, basically. So a planner is a perfect example of that. You just do the next year's planner mm -hmm. or, or prompt journal or anything. Yeah. So and people will buy in the middle of the year, but it's obviously you know. November, December, January, just yeah, January, February are going to be your biggest months for that. Um, yeah. But then you can create like companion books that go with that. Like I have this 365 day journal that I created a companion coloring book to. So oh, fun. Buy, yeah, so people buy the companion coloring book. Um, and then so I kind of do that sort of thing, if that makes sense. Like I make companions to what I'm creating. Um, so that if they like this product, they would also like this kind of different product, right? Um, mm -hmm. So like I have a, a coloring book and then a word search companion product to this book. And so I find people will buy the companion products because oh, I advertise yeah. them in the back. I say, make sure to check out my webpage and all my stuff on Amazon. And, you know, here's some of the other things you can buy. And I get a lot of actual sales that way. So Amazing. All right, Mario has a question. Speaking of meeting in person, I met Mario before I even started Merch Money. <laughs> I met him from FBA days. All right, does Ashley still do merch? And if so, what is her greatest lesson learned from KDP that she applies to her merch biz? Yes, I do merch. And Amazon, I guess Amazon advertising works. So I have this t-shirt. I have like, the reason I focus on KDP instead of merch is because I have like a thousand designs on merch and one of my t-shirt sells one. <laughs> like, so apparently t-shirts are not my thing. And I didn't even design all these. I just, I hired some people of designs I thought were cool, but apparently I am not the cool person on t-shirts. But I, 
I have one t-shirt that really sells. And what I've discovered is, yeah, Amazon ads do work. You just got to consistently. And it was kind of, I was thinking about that from um, your last guest. He was saying that he's had ads that run for two years. And then once he gets those reviews and BSRs, it's just more successful. So I stuck it out on this one shirt that sold organically. And I was like, I'm going to do Amazon ads. I'm going to do this. And so, yeah, I did the same thing I kind of do with KDP and focus. And over the past year, I went from selling a hundred dollars a month organically to now I'm selling just as one t-shirt six to $700 a month with like a profit of six to seven. So I spent about 120 advertising, 130 a month advertising it. So, you know, profit 700, whatever, minus 120. Right. So like I went from a hundred dollars a month to a whole lot just because I tried to, the shirt that was selling, I'm like, I'm going to do ads and I'm just going to slog along and keep trying to make this ad work and keep trying. And it finally worked. (laughs) Canceling the ad, starting a new one, canceling it, starting it. And I'm like, I'm going to get this shirt to sell. And it finally caught on. So like, that's one reason I think don't give up on your ads. Sometimes if you think that book or that product is going to sell, or if it sells organically fairly well, then you can, there's an ad there. You just may take a while to get it. All great tips. Mario, thank you for all the questions. He's got another one and then we have another question as well. He said, thanks regarding all three ad types. Do you apply the same strategy to merch as you do KDP? Yeah, pretty similar. Um, I probably just do auto and manual keywords. Is there even a product? I don't know. I think there is. I don't know if I've tried that one as much. I know I've done keywords and auto for that, but a lot of it, yeah, like I said, it's just, I keep restarting the ad until it was working. I was determined. I'm like, if it's selling organically a hundred dollars a month, it's gotta have ads work, but it just took a really long time to get it to work. Um, and then now it's, it just does really, really well now. So I think it's kind of persistence ads. There's so many little lessons we can learn from all the stuff you're talking about. I mean, one of them is just, even if it is only one shirt selling, I mean, you're still making $600 a month on that one shirt. So it's like, there's there's so many different ways to go about it. And same with the book, like you you don't have to have thousands of books. If you spend time and make a really good book, you only need a couple, like you don't really need a ton. So um, I, I think people get discouraged for all different reasons, but even like with yourself, you're getting discouraged that all the other shirts aren't selling that well and it's only one, but it's at the same time, it's like, you know, there's there's so many different ways. It's you could sell a hundred shirts once a month, or you could sell one shirt a hundred times. It's the same thing. So, all right, luxury card stores asking, have you heard or do you know if Amazon is considering offering hardback books? Oh yes, this is the secret. That's not a secret. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, they are in beta testing for um, hardbacks and. Those lucky enough to win the, I think it's like Monday, all the emails go out. And so like every Monday I get people like, I got this KDP, you know, beta thing. Is it a real thing or is it a, you know, scamming thing? I'm like, no, it's a real thing. And I'm really jealous. (laughs) So um, yes, it's coming. They're beta testing it. And like every Monday, I think they send out new people to add on. And so I'm hoping one of these days I will be of the lucky beta testers or they'll just roll it out. I have a whole book. I know exactly because I have a target market, right? I have an audience, mm-hmm. I have a brand, and I know I'm going to sell. It. I don't know what the price points are in hardbacks, but I know I could sell it for $24.99 as a gift for somebody. Like that wow. under 25 price point, and I, I think that would probably have a good profit margin, but I know I can sell it to people. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm so waiting. I'm like, I know exactly what I want to do for $24.99. Because I think people would really, because people have asked me, do you have a hardback in this? And I was like, no, not yet. So I'm, I'm hoping So I for that. your brand, do you um, have social media and like a Facebook page and all that for your brand? Or how do you, how do you build a following? Pinterest. That's what I've been doing oh, for my Pinterest, brand. Okay. Because um, my audience for this particular brand is on Pinterest. Like they are avid Pinterest users, really avid Pinterest users. And so then I take, I also have the same brand on Etsy. And so I advertise to Etsy and to Amazon. 
Um, okay. And this particular audience too is huge into Etsy. They're like Etsy fanatics. They like to buy handcrafted stuff. Um, okay. So I know exactly who they are. You know exactly what they want to aim at. And Pinterest is like their, you know, social media drug. And so that's cool because I can aim it. And I wanted to do something easy. And for me, Pinterest is easy because it's yes. like you put stuff up there and, you know, you can see how people respond to it. And then if you just like want to do easy stuff, you can just do quotes that your audience would like, memes that your audience would like. And as long as your brand, like, you know, www.whatever is across the bottom, like, mm -hmm that's brand advertisement so yes amazing do you talk about pinterest in your youtube channel i do i have a whole okay. playlist on pinterest i know i have it on my to-do list to add a few more things to it because i just discovered pin or canva does templates and so i've been creating the templates that you can like share with people and then i so i've been doing that so i'm like oh i gotta like share this nice. how to make this yeah, Canva is great. Canva and um, Stencil is another one. And mm -hmm. then Over, the Over app has templates as well. So there's a lot. It's Everything's getting easier and easier. It's like getting easier and easier to do like really nice pins. Mm -hmm. um, so that's good. Well, that's great that you have a following. Like I never felt like I really connected to Pinterest following. Like I felt like I had pins that got reshared and everything, but I never... Like, I feel like with Facebook, I understand who's in the group and I like feel a connection to the people. But for some reason, I never really got that with Pinterest. So that's that's something that I have to work on. But I, it's, it's great that you can. Like, there's so many different platforms you can use and it's all just about knowing your customer and knowing where they are. Yeah, and like, so I wanna, I wanna say I socially engineered this, right? In the sense of, I knew what type of social media I wanted to do. So I knew I wanted to do Pinterest because for me, it was the easiest and everyone's different, right? So for mm -hmm. me, it was the easiest. So I said, okay, you know, what, what am I interested in and who's on Pinterest and can I create some thing that that all works. So like I literally, so I kind of worked backwards from my problem. Everyone's like, Oh, I'm interested in this. And I said, well, what do you, do you want to advertise on Facebook? Do you want to, like, what do you want? You should focus on what you're interested in willing to do so that you can create the audience in the place that you want to create your audience so that you don't feel it's a burden to like to do. Right. Yeah. That's, a, I, I feel like I've been saying that the whole show, like another good tip. There's so many little nuggets in this thing uh, because you're, you're your own boss and you're going to have to, do this, like be consistent with it. So if it's on a platform, like if you don't want to do TikTok videos, don't pick that platform to advertise on. If you don't want to do YouTube videos, don't pick YouTube. Like you got to pick whatever you're you're going to be consistent with. So yeah. Um, yeah, Pinterest is is great and it's a search engine. So it's mm -hmm. it's it's one of the best platforms if you if you can get the hang of it and, and do it. Um, well, this has been amazing. I, I, um, I'm trying to think what else. If there's some anything we missed, is there anything with KDP ads that we forgot to talk about, <laughs> or do you feel like we, so co we covered it? No, there's just so many things to talk about KDP ads. It's like, it's. The, I don't want to say I was successful. So, like, I, I have a course um, for KDP ads on my website or whatever, but I actually show people my back, you know, my KDP ads platform. And I show at the very beginning, I have this like, I don't even, let's see what, I have it on my lifetime so I can see what it was. Oh, where'd my mouse go again? Oh, here it is, let's see. So, okay, so <laughs> the beginning, <laughs> when I first started and had no idea what I was doing, my ACOS average for the month of, this was in 2017 of like February was, 1,082%, okay? <laughs> Whoops. Really bad, <laughs> okay? I had one really, really bad one. Um, but, and then, you know, then it got to like 255, <laughs> 195, 47, 47, no, 158. And then like I, after it was like, I think about, uh, Eight months later, it's looking like about eight months later, I started to hit like 33 and then it was like 20, 19. Like, so 
ads do take some time to understand and get the hang of. So in the beginning, like it's probably good to give yourself a budget. You know, you have some money and think of it. I don't want to say think of it like gambling, but think of it as putting money in to invest in your education of learning ads. Like, yes. If you think you're going to make money in the beginning, you're going to be sorely disappointed because it does take time to kind time. of figure it out, figure out what works for you. And like I said, some people, that strategy of put in high bids and wait till your BSR goes down, that works for them. But it didn't work at all for me by my 1000 percent. Yeah. Cost. And I think also that. it's important just to in the beginning. Um, just get the hang of writing a listing and learning your customer avatar without ads. Because if you're not selling organically, it's, yes. it, the ads probably not like make sure that you can sell some books and some shirts organically first. Just just to make sure like you've got the basics down, like you understand how to design a T-shirt people want to buy or design a book cover or whatever, like and make sure you understand the keywords because all of it takes time, at least for me. Like I didn't know anything about keywords or design or anything in the beginning. So you you got to learn each step along the way. Like don't just dive headfirst into ads if you've never designed a t-shirt before, you've never designed a book before. Yeah. Like try to learn the basics first, make sure you've got a few sales. And then, you know, that's the next step is to learn ads because it's kind of taking everything one step further. It's, um, because you got to really make sure you're targeting the right people. So you, you, it's understanding keywords. It's understanding your target market. It's understanding what, what people are searching for. Yeah. And, and like everyone always gets daunted. I talked to somebody today and they're like, it's so overwhelming. It's like, you know, going from high school to being tossed into, you know, college and being like, wow, right? Like too much, right? And I, I'm just like, well, start with a line journal. She's like an artist. So I'm like, start mm -hmm. with a line journal and put some of your own doodles in the corner. I'm like, don't make this, you have to learn how to do a coloring yes. book day one. Don't do that to yourself because your first baby is honestly, it's pretty to you. So I'll put... There we go. Don't put your heart and soul into something that's your first view, right? Start simple and work up. And that's kind of, it's the same thing with ads. Like start, you know, start simple and work up. But like this whole process, KDP, merch, start with, you know, the small things. Learn something every single time you put something up. Don't yeah. learn everything. Just one thing every time you put something up. That's it. Like that's all your your goal is, and then it seems manageable rather than I'm never gonna learn everything. Well, yeah. I've been doing this since 2015. Exactly. <laughs> it takes time, um, and everybody's at a different place. Like you might be in a job where you're like literally handling someone's social media, or like have done Facebook ads your whole life, or something. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, um, like, or you might be somebody who's like brand new to everything. So just wherever you are in your, your journey, you know, just start where you are and just take one step at a time. Yeah. Move forward and just don't yep. get discouraged. It works like 2015. I am not an overnight success, not yeah. even close. And I love this. I love what I do. I love just being like, look, I made $45 10 minutes ago. <laughs> it's just yeah. fun, right? And it's it's so cool because everybody has different backgrounds and you don't have to like have this be your whole thing. Um, and you also don't have to feel like, oh, well, this is not me. Like I'm an engineer or I'm this or I'm that. You're you're military, you're an engineer, you're a real estate investor, you're a mom, you're, you're so many other things, but it's like, you're also a KDP author. You're also um, print on demand. So you can be anything you want to be. Yeah. Yep, you can. It's fun. I, it's the creative side, right? I have the engineer side and the creative side. But it's just, yeah, this doesn't have to be your whole thing. It could be a small thing. It could be a big thing. It could be whatever you want. And that's that's the magic of it, right? And that's it can evolve over time. And, like, I love it because you can also just pause at any time. Like, you you can keep the ads going if you want. You can pause them. You can, uh, you know, take a break. Like, with me, with doing merch, like, there's lots of times where I take – couple weeks off, do something else. Like right now it's spring. Like I'm taking walks. I'm in a new, new city. It's like, um, 
I don't know. I love it because you can just pick up. You can work like crazy for a couple weeks or a couple months and then take some time off. Like it's it's so flexible. I just love it. Yes. That's um, like my favorite thing. If I want to work at 2 a.m., I can. Yes. Yes. And like right now, my I moved to Missouri with my husband for um military but normally he's national guard so normally it's just one weekend a month that's it but that weekend a month that he's gone i'm like going crazy working like around the clock because like um you can but then if he's home and you know my stepson's home it's like i can put it away and like hang out with them so yes. it's great um mario is asking if you have a facebook group do you have a facebook group i do i do have oh a sorry i didn't even put the link in there am i oh, in it sorry. i didn't even I don't even know if I, I know, know you. I have thought Facebook. I gave it to you. It's published with Ashley. Um, I think it's just maybe. Me. Maybe I'm in it. <laughs> Facebook is so bad with showing everything. Yeah, it's published with Ashley. Like I think if you type it in as one whole word, like not okay. like spaces, it comes up much easier. I don't know why that is. I didn't intend for it to be that way. <laughs> That's what happened. Okay, so publish publish with Ashley. Um, you're also on Clubhouse, right? Yeah, you're on Clubhouse. I will. Yeah, I'm on Clubhouse. I haven't figured out Clubhouse yet, <laughs> so I don't have a room or anything. But I'm showing up. I feel like you were in some of those long um, marathon ones we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I show up randomly when I see people are doing them, but I haven't done my own one yet because I I barely can get on Clubhouse. Like it's one more thing, right? Like I'm like, I'll get there. It's fine. I could be there one day. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I, I guess it's been the hour. So if there's any last things you want to say, um, guys, make sure you definitely follow Ashley. She's definitely someone that you want to learn from. Yeah, I'm big on, it was funny. I was talking to my husband today about my YouTube channel and I, it hasn't grown. It's pretty darn small. And like, there's a lot of people in my KDP space who are really getting big. And I'm like, I'm just not that flashy person who promises you millions of dollars. Yeah. Just, I, I think it's just an unrealistic picture. I am a huge yeah. believer in teaching you the skills you need to really make fantastic products to make this a business, not just, oh, look, I made a thousand dollars. Yeah. One day, because that's just, it's, you can do it. I'm not saying you can't. It's just that. It's not the picture that I try and portray. I'm very realistic. I'm very upbeat. I believe anyone can do this. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to think of this like a business instead of like, and it could be a hobby. That's fine. If, if it's a hobby for you, that's fun. Make it a hobby. Don't make it, my hobby has to make me $5,000 a month because you will yeah. be disappointed yet again. It's, so I'm a huge believer in teaching you the skills. Like if you want to learn a skill, that's always like, tell me what skill you want to learn. And I can mm -hmm. teach it to you because um, I want people to get better. I want great books on KDP. I want books that people are raving about and you're proud to put out there. So I love it. Well, you, you take pride in everything you do. So that's one of the, one of the many great things about you. So <laughs> you're so funny. one of the things I I just I can't believe like all the stuff you do so I'm always going to be impressed and I uh, maybe one day you'll start YouTube channels about other things like because I want to learn from you about real estate and all guys she's got like over 150 real estate properties this lady's insane well that's mostly my husband I'm trying to get him to do one and he's like why I'm like I don't know why not oh my gosh I'll be all over it like I, I will definitely join <laughs> so well, thank you. As always, it's a pleasure talking with you. And, and I learned something every time. This is definitely one I'm going to have to listen to over and over again, because I think you said so many pearls of wisdom in this. So thank you so much. And if there's anything that you want to post in the group, um, feel free. So like your, um, I, I did the YouTube channel and the website, but anything else, the Facebook group, any of your Pinterest stuff, because I know there's a ton of people interested in Pinterest and I've done a few videos on Pinterest, but um, it's definitely something that we haven't talked about recently. So if you have a good Pinterest yeah. pit playlist, definitely post that. Um, okay, yeah, I've got, well, yeah, I've got to add to it, but you've always got to add, right? Got to yep. put new things out there. So yeah. Well, I hope you have a wonderful uh rest of your evening and, and keep in touch and we'll um 
I, I hope to have you back on again and may, who knows, maybe we'll do meetups again in the future. Yes. <laughs> See you again. Or if you hold a meetup, <laughs> if you hold a meetup, I'll be there. Yes. Once we all get our COVID shots, give us another six months and it'll be a little yep. better, I think. So. All right. Well, thanks everybody. And thanks, Mario. Mario is saying my hobby needs to be to free me from corporate America. Yes. Well, I know you've been on the journey. I, um, Mario is somebody that I, uh, we, he was in the green room and we rented a um, house by New York city, like an Airbnb. And it was like, I don't know, 17 people or something. It was so fun. I'm like, we got to do that again <laughs> sometime. It was like all these uh, Amazon resellers and it was just like such a great weekend. So, all right. Well, bye everybody. Thank you guys all for watching and thank you so much, Ashley. No problem. You have a wonderful day, evening, whatever.